Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's hour three. It is a great day for talk radio. And so far as so much to address when it comes to COVID-19, we've covered off a lot of bases. I mean, needless to say, it's almost inexhaustible at this point. Uh, but it's also exhausting when you think about uh, some of the consequences, long range, uh, the mental health aspect. We were talking about uh, people changing their habits through force of decree of the government as of tomorrow night, for example, at midnight, where the provincial premier was saying uh, they're going to determine what is essential, what is non-essential. Oh, and by the way, uh, when it comes to the beer and liquor stores, there's some thought that they'll still stay open because they're essential. Hmm. We'll put it to the panel here shortly. They're uh, going to join us as the panel does arrive every weekday afternoon, just after 520. However, on a matter that was just mentioned, Dick Pound, uh, who is with the uh, IOC, mentioning that there would be consequences to Canada withdrawing the Canadian Olympic Committee uh, from the Games in Japan on the 24th of July is when they were slated to go. Uh, Japan was suggesting that, well, we'll know in about a month's time. That'll be like the drop-dead date, as it were, the deadline for making that determination. Canada didn't wait, and to its credit, I believe, anyway, uh, withdrew. But could there be consequences? Let's find out for sure and how this is impacting the athletes who are participants. Heather Moyes is a two-time Olympic gold medal winner and a competitor in both the winter and summer games, representing Canada in bobsledding, rugby, and cycling. And she's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Heather, how are you this afternoon? Hi, John. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good likewise, but I mean, I I think this would be more emotionally impactful to you. Uh, What are your thoughts on the decision? I think that, um, I mean, I I am not training for the summer games this summer. Um, So for me, it's a little bit, it's a bit different, but I know know how difficult it is for those athletes because I know how much training they have put into this. I know how how much their hearts have been set on not only just being able to prove what they've been able to, you know, accomplish and, and push themselves through in, in order for performance, but to also step on the world stage and represent Canada. I mean, this is something that some of these athletes have dreamt about since they were, you know, just starting to walk. So, I mean, it is, it's an extremely emotional decision for all the athletes across the country, whether they're competing or whether they have represented this country, uh, because all of us know, all of us, we, we know what it takes to kind of get to that point. We know the anticipation, we know the excitement, we know all of that stuff. And for all of that to, to be, I don't know, postponed, hopefully postponed, you know, for a year and, and being able to be done next year, um, it, it's a difficult decision. But that being said, looking at all of the responses coming in, even from some athletes, um, I think some some athletes are relieved. You know, some athletes are relieved because in the meantime, when all of this was up in the air, it was how do you train effectively and and get in the training that you need in order to perform well at, at a game, if there is a game, or making it a decision that's left up to the athletes to see whether they themselves feel safe enough to go and compete. And so this way, I think Team Canada... And the COC did a really good job of taking that decision out of the athletes' hands um, in order to keep them safe. And I think in doing so, they set a trend. And um, 
you know, send a pretty clear message to the IOC, maybe helping them tip it over the scale a little bit and help them make their decision a lot more quickly. That's interesting. So uh, based on what you've heard from your fellow athletes, uh, was there more or less a consensus or was it a split? Well, well, it's, I mean, it's, it, all of this happened literally hours ago. So it's, I haven't heard from everybody and I can't speak on behalf of everybody, mm. but I can only imagine the range of emotions that are going, that are going through. Some people will be completely annoyed. It's the same. It would be probably the similar emotions to some of the people who think that, you know, it's all being blown out of proportion. Um, and then it kind of the other, on the other side, there's some people who are like just grateful that a decision was taken out of their hands and that their health above all was, was more important. Um, and I mean, this isn't like sports as much as I've loved competing and representing my country in multiple sports. It is still just a sport when you're talking about the grand scheme of things. And if, if Canada, if, if the world doesn't get this under control, there will be no more, you know, there will be no more, you know, sports to watch on TV and, and sports for everyone to kind of take in and enjoy, let alone actually playing them. So I think right now is such a crucial time. And although it's disappointing because of the timing of this particular games that are coming up this summer, um, it's not, it's not all lost. And I think this is just a step in order for us to be able to keep enjoying sports in the long run. Yeah. That sounds like a sober assessment. Again, Heather Moyes is with us, (laughs) a two-time Olympic gold medal winner and a competitor in both the winter and summer games, bobsledding, rugby, and cycling. You know, uh, I understand the, the, you know, the rhythm of training, or at least I have, a, I guess, an appreciation for that. Uh, how then will a postponement, if it comes to that, and that looks more than likely, uh, till next year? Even, you know, the Prime Minister of Japan is suggesting that, you know, maybe in rebuilding, they'd want to make that the showpiece in Tokyo. Uh, but how does that impact training and timing of peak performance and all the rest? Yeah, so it, it would depend a little bit. Um, there'd be a little bit of variation depending on the sport. Um, but most, so training does kind of go in cycles, but I believe that, that postponing it a year would be a lot better than postponing it for a few months. Um, this way people can start right now and kind of figure out with their trainers, with their coaches, how to best kind of adjust training, um, so that you kind of are peaking at the right times for the games next summer. Um, it would be a lot harder if they're in a high intense season like training session now where they're starting to come down off of high training and so that they're tapering so that they do they are at their best for the summer um right now they would have to pick it back up and kind of get back up to that high intensity training to kind of be able to taper off for next summer so every sport's going to be a little bit different but i do believe that a one-year postponement at least is a lot better than just pushing it back by a couple of months so it's kind of cyclical that way. And as you mentioned, tapering, I guess access to facilities might also uh, be an important factor. Well, it definitely is an important factor. And again, depending on the sports, I mean, there's some, there's some sports that, where they can train on their own. I mean, you know, triathlon and, and running and, and track field, like those sorts of things, you can train on your own. It's sports where you're training in teams, like the rugby teams. It's, tra- it's sports where they need to be training in a facility uh, that is shared and that is exposed. For example, all of the swimming events, um, being in pools and, and all of that stuff, and all of those things being closed and shut down now for the safety of not only the athletes but the public. Um, it's It's just for them, it is definitely a venue, uh, a venue issue. Um, yes, you can still do workouts at home and training at home and that sort of thing. But when you have some athletes who are, you know, squatting over four or 500 pounds because there's 
you know, relies on strength training, you might, all those athletes may not have that kind of weight equipment in their basement, you know? So, so to have gyms that are closed down, it's really compromising, um, compromising what they would be able to do. Now, that being said, everyone is in the same boat. So you could look at it that way. Everyone's dealing with the same thing. Everyone's in the same boat. Um, but I just think in the long run by re- by postponing everything, it does help kind of move things along and at least kind of alleviate some of the thinking, I guess, that might be going through some athletes' minds. Yeah, the anxiety, I would think. But uh, Heather, got to ask you, because the clip we played just as you were joining us from Dick Pound uh, with the IOC, he talked about consequences. What do you think he was on about? Um, Well, can you repeat the exact quote? Uh, do we have that clip? If uh, Robbie can find it, we'll fire it. But he said, of course, yeah. yeah, something I'm paraphrasing now, and I don't want to take it out of context, but he did say, well, you know, Canada withdrawing, uh, there would be consequences. And I was wondering, I mean, would it impact qualifying, for example? You know, if there are qualifiers, regional qualifiers, and you miss that window, if they go ahead with the games or something like that, uh, I don't know. I mean, here I am speculating. Here, Let's give a listen. No, he- yeah, okay. Heather, have a listen. Here he Rearranging the, the, the 20... Uh, 21 competition schedule for the uh, you know, to lead up to trials and to the games and put off some world championships. It's not an easy thing to, to get done. Okay, that wasn't exactly it. There was another one where he said there, there will be consequences. Let's see if we can find that. Anyway, as we're doing well, it on the there, fly. There definitely are consequences. I mean, there are consequence, There would be consequences to moving forward with, you know, continuing with the games, and there are certainly consequences to not moving forward with the games. So I just wasn't sure which context he was talking about. Um, but, I mean, the consequence of, of, of going forward with the games, but right now having certain venues shut down, um, certain venues where you can't hold, like if they said, oh, well, we're going to go ahead with the games, but we're canceling world championships. Well, that is often a time for some sports where it's their last opportunity to qualify for the game. And for some people, if they have been, you know, postponing a return because they're recovering from injury, for example, and they didn't go in a previous competition because they didn't want to rush into it, say they're rehabbing an Achilles tendon tear or who knows anything, um, then they're waiting until the last possible moment where they can be at their best possible shape in order to give them the best chance to qualify for the game. And if that opportunity is now canceled, then then they don't get a qualifier, which means if they're going ahead with the games and everything's cleared and everyone, you know, everything's good and the athletes are still going to compete, then that in and of itself prevents any of those athletes who are trying to be smart, who are trying to be, you know, adjust their training and their rehab and all of that stuff to give them the best opportunity to compete. You know, that kind of, it, I don't think it would be an accurate games anyway. You know, you're not going to have necessarily the best representative of athletes who are at those games because, some of the athletes weren't given were, were that opportunity to qualify was taken away from them. And yet, you know, uh, it's like the adage, you never step, step in the same river twice. Uh, what is a year in the life of an athlete? I mean, uh, things change, don't they? Oh, things change for sure. I think that, you know, it might be, it might be frustrating for some athletes and it might be, you know, an advantage for some other athletes. I mean, for some, they could have been excited because they're, they know that their rival was injured and that their rival wouldn't have been able to compete this year. And now this gives their rival an opportunity to come back and be able to fight for their spot again and potentially either show up or take that person's spot at the games. Um, for someone else who is just completely like on top of their game this year, 
I mean, they could just be injured training over the next year and, and not have a chance to go to compete at the games. I mean, it's the same. I mean, we watch it on TV all the time. Injuries happen all the time. So, I mean, the, regardless of the amount of precautions you take as an athlete to, to be, to be safe while pushing yourself to the limit, um, things can happen. So for some athletes, they would have been in top form and ready to compete at their best this year. And some of those people may be injured and not able to compete next year. Um, but that then again, you just flip that. And some athletes who are not ready to compete this year may be at the best shape of their lives come next year. Yeah. So it's, I mean, not every, it's not going to be the, the best, you know, scenario for everyone. And there's always going to be someone, you know, who's disappointed and someone who's, but that's in the games themselves, right? Like some of the people who qualify and go to the games, they could sprain an ankle or break a leg during training before they even compete. I mean, that's just the nature of sport. So um, a year makes a difference. I mean, physiology changes. They're even saying in the case of Paralympians, for example, some may have degenerative diseases that uh, may impact them inordinately in a year down the road you know, it's a different athlete. Oh, absolutely. I mean, things just just biologically and physiologically change within a year. You know, anyone can get sick and suddenly just not be able to, you know, even mm-hmm. being super healthy one year and getting the flu the following, you know, following winter, not fully recovering from that flu can, can have an effect on somebody. So it's, I mean, a, a year makes a difference, but a year makes a difference for some people in the positive and for some people in the negative. So it's, it's just the same as life in, in any way. It's going to be, you know, any decisions that are made, um, regardless, they're going to be for the good or the bad. And I, I guess we just need to look at this as a collective and say, well, the positive is that at least our country and now the IOC, you know, came on board, but is now valuing the overall health. Because if we don't get this pandemic under control, um, then there will be no games again, you know, so just looking at it as a, a potential postponement for a year is, in my opinion, probably the best case scenario. Yeah, there's so many variables in the equation, but uh, and let's hope it doesn't beguile our winter athletes, you know, by then we'll be clear of the hurdle, so to speak. So far, though, the summer games, Canada will not be participating if, in fact, there are games slated for Japan July 24th. But we've made the decision unilaterally here with the Canadian Olympic Committee. Heather Moyes, really a John, pleasure to talk. They actually decided this afternoon there is no games. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yeah. I missed the memo. Yeah, so I was uh, ensconced in other matters. Two hours ago. Two oh. hours ago they announced it. So I think that Canada, by making that announcement, I mean, it was just a few hours after Canada announced it, but mm. they have decided that there will be no games for this summer. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, I know. And the Winter Games are uh, still on schedule, we hope. Well, we hope. Okay. We hope. We'll, yes. let, we'll let you go on that note. I thank you for the update, by the way, and uh, <laughs> also for the insight, Heather Moyes. <laughs> Thanks for having me, John. You got a two-time Olympic gold medal winner and a competitor in both games, the winter and summer bobsledding, rugby, and cycling. Good to know. All right. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.